the mice that set elephants free. There was once a region where people, houses and temples had fallen into decay. So the mice, who were old settlers there, occupied the chinks in the floors of stately dwellings with sons, grandsons, both in the male and female line, and further descendants as they were born. Until their holes formed a dense tangle, they found uncommon happiness in a variety of festivals, dramatic performances with plots of their own invention, wedding feasts, eating parties, drinking bouts and similar diversions. And so the time passed, but into the scene burst an elephant king whose retinue numbered thousands. He with his herd had started for a lake upon information that there was water there. As he marched through the mouse community, he crushed faces, eyes, heads and necks of such mice as he encountered. Then the survivors held a convention. We are being killed, they said, by these lumbering elephants. Curse them. If they come this way again, there will not be mice enough for seed. Besides, an elephant will kill you if he touch, a serpent if he sniff. King's laughter has a deadly sting, a rascal kills by honoring. Therefore, let us devise a remedy effective in this crisis. When they had done so, a certain number went to the lake, bowed before the elephant king and said respectfully, O king, not far from here is our community, inherited from a long line of ancestors. There we have prospered through a long succession of sons and grandsons. Now you gentlemen, while coming here for water, have destroyed us by the thousand. Furthermore, if you travel that way again, there will not be enough for us for seed. If then you feel compassion towards us, pray travel another path. Consider the fact that even creatures of our size will someday prove of some service. And the elephant king turned over in his mind what he had heard, decided that the statement of the mice was entirely logical and granted their request. Now in the course of time a certain king commanded his elephant trappers to trap elephants and they constructed a so-called water trap, caught the king with his herd, three days later dragged him out with a great tackle made of ropes and things and tied him to a stout tree in that very bit of forest. When the trappers had gone, the elephant king reflected thus, in what manner or through whose assistance shall I be delivered? Then it occurred to him, we have no means of deliverance except those mice. So the king sent the mice an exact description of his disastrous position in the trap through one of his personal retinue. An elephant cow who had not ventured into the trap and who had previous information of the mouse community. When the mice learned the matter, they gathered by the thousand, eager to return the favor shown to them and visited the elephant herd. And seeing the king and herd fettered, they gnawed the guy ropes where they stood. They swarmed up the branches and by cutting the ropes aloft, set their friends free. And that is why I say, make friends, make friends, however strong and the rest of it. When Slow had listened to this, he said, Be it even so, my dear fellow, have no fear. In this place you are at home. Pray dismiss anxieties and behave as in your own dwelling. 
So they all took food and recreation at such hours as suited each, met at noon hour in the shade of crowding trees beside the broad lake, and spent their time in reciprocated friendship, discussing a variety of masterly works on religion, economics, and similar subjects, and this seems quite natural. For men of sense, good poetry and science will suffice. The time of dunderheads is spent in squabbling sleep and vice. And again, a thrill will fill the wisest heart when flow bonds moss composed with art, though females be removed apart. Now one day Spot failed to appear at regular hour, and the others, missing him alarmed also by an evil omen that appeared at the moment, drew the conclusion that he was in trouble and could not keep up the spirits. Then Slow and Gold said to Swift, Dear fellow, we too are prevented by locomotive limitations from hunting for our dear friend. We beg you, therefore, to hunt about and learn whether the poor fellow is eaten by a lion or sans by forest fire, or fallen in the power of hunters and such creatures. There is a saying, one quickly fears for loved ones who in pleasure gardens play. What then if they in forest grim and peril bristling stay? By all means go search out precise news concerning spot and return quickly. On hearing this, Swift flew a little distance to the edge of the swamp, and finding spot caught in a stout trap braced with pegs of akakia wood, he sorrowfully said, My dear friend, how did you fall into this? Distress, my friend, said Spot, there is no time for Dele, listen to me. When life is near an end, the presence of a friend brings happiness aligning the living with the dying. Oh, pardon any expressions of friendly impatience I may have used in our discussions. Likewise, say to gold and slow in my name, if an ugly word was really nearly heard, I pray you both forgive, let only friendship live. On hearing this, Swift replied, feel no fear. My dear fellow, while you have friends like us, I will return with all speed, bringing gold to cut your bonds. Thereupon, with his heart in fluttery, he found slow and gold, explained the nature of Spot's captivity, then returned to Spot carrying gold in his beak. Gold, for his part, on seeing this plight of his friend, sorrowfully said, My dear fellow, you always had a wary mind and a shrewd eye. How then did you fall into this dreadful captivity? And Spot rejoined, Why ask my friend, fate you know, does what it will, as the saying goes, what mortal flies, however wise, when billows rise to fatal size on seas of woe. In dead of night or broad delight, Grim fate may smite, ah, who can fight an unseen foe? You, my saintly friend, are familiar with caprices of constraining destiny. Therefore, be quick, cut my bonds before the pitiless hunter comes. Have no fear, said Gold. While I am at your side in my heart, however, is great sorrow, which I beg you to remove by telling your story. You are guided by an eye of wisdom. How did you fall into this captivity? Well, said Spot, if you insist on knowing, listen, and learn how I have made captive a second time, having once before suffered the woes of captivity. Tell me, said Gold. How once before you suffered the woes of captivity, I am eager to learn the full detail. And Spot told the story of Spot's captivity. Mm -hmm.